Lakers lose to the Clippers, 118-94 the final score, 37-29 on the season. The Clippers now sitting at 45-22. Lakers fighting with the Portland Trailblazers to avoid that playing tournament, and we know the fight that that, uh, will occur tomorrow um, in Portland. Lakers taking on the Blazers. Winner of that game will uh, end up staying in the sixth place, have the tiebreaker, so a lot, obviously, uh, on that game. Let Let me... Just uh, recap a little bit of tonight's game against the Los Angeles Clippers. Pretty simple here. No LeBron, no THT, no Dennis Schroeder, no Anthony Davis after nine minutes. That's all he played. Left the game with back spasms. He had no chance. I mean, the Lakers had no chance against the Los Angeles Clippers. That's the reality of the situation. Uh, yes, you know, you can. we could sit here and... Um, I, I can complain about the box score, and I could tell certain, well, if this player would have stepped up and if they were more efficient from the three-point line, if they played better defense, I could do that. But it's it's irrelevant when you're missing that many players against a team like the Los Angeles Clippers. So what I will kind of, uh, there's a lot of games you know we watch on a night-in-night-out basis, obviously here on the broadcast, and we try to take something away can't really take anything away from tonight's game. You really can't. Uh, I I don't know what we can take away from a game where the Lakers are missing uh, many of their guns, obviously their quarterbacks, their franchise players, and the Clippers are not. The the one thing that I will say is with six games left in the season, now things are starting to get really, really interesting. And, uh, you know, I, I think unfortunately for the Lakers, some things... Could work out great timing-wise, but uh, there's also this, are the Lakers ever going to get healthy? Because we've been sitting back saying, just wait till they get healthy. The only thing that matters is playoffs. Well, we're close enough now to where I think it's easy to be concerned about if the Lakers will be healthy. Um, by the time we get to the postseason, how healthy will they be? So a lot of questions, and tonight, not that much different of a story than we've been you know, obviously watching, listening to for the Lakers over these last couple of months. They're just not healthy. We did get news on Anthony Davis. Uh, let me read this from Mike Trudell. Anthony Davis said ankle was fine, wasn't bothering me, back locked up pretty fast. He also said that his plan is to play tomorrow night at Portland. He said he feels his back. Uh, he said his back feels better now after getting treatment on it during the game. So that is obviously incredibly important news for tomorrow's game and obviously just big picture for the Lakers. So uh, that's the latest on the Anthony Davis front as the postgame progresses. We'll play some clips from Anthony Davis. We'll play some clips from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Um, I do want to, a couple quick shout-outs here. Number one, I want to hear from Laker fans tonight. Um, Do you agree with me that you can't really take anything from this game? 877-710-ESPN. How concerned are you with the position that the Lakers are in? And tomorrow, is it the most important game of the regular season so far for the Lakers? Is it tomorrow? Is it that simple? 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show here on uh, on 710. Also, a quick shout-out. Thanks to Core Seltzer. You can now stream this show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's on the stream right now. I'll be reading your comments as well as we go through the show. You can also hit me on Twitter, um, at uh, Alan Sliwa. Core Seltzer, Rocky Mountain Refreshment, now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. 
I really, really do not think that I am exaggerating when I say tomorrow's the most important game of the Lakers season so far, right? We're going to have more important games as we go on. If Lakers are in that playing tournament, obviously uh, even more uh, every game is going to become crucial from this point on. But if you want to avoid that playing tournament, tomorrow is everything. If you lose tomorrow's game, you're most likely going to be in the playing tournament. If you win tomorrow's game, there's a good chance that you're going to avoid the playing tournament because whoever wins picks up two games. You're going to get the game to go up in the standings. You're also going to get the tiebreaker. So if both of those teams are tied at the end of the season, that team will then um, uh, eventually end up with uh, uh, with a better record or with the better seed. Because Anthony Davis is playing tomorrow, or at least from what AD is saying that um, – He's feeling better, and he'll get some work done. He should be able to go tomorrow. That's the exact quote. Because that's the case, now this goes back to uh, tonight's game was, you know, you could say, okay, well, is it, was it important? It was important, but you didn't think the Lakers are going to beat the Clippers uh, with this many injuries. Tomorrow could be a game in Portland which don't get me wrong, I, I'm not, you know, I, I know how difficult it's going to be. That's pretty much the Blazers. Um, that's their championship game tomorrow because they're trying to do everything they can to avoid a play-in tournament. They, they could, for the Blazers, it's very realistic that they lose two in a row if they're in that play-in tournament. That could happen. Um, obviously much tougher for the Lakers because of the talent that they have. But that's a that's everything to the Portland Trailblazers. Because AD is going to be in the lineup, we hope and we think, um, there is a definitely a strong likelihood if the Lakers play a good game, if the Lakers are uh, competing, uh, if some of these other role players are stepping up, if Anthony Davis is having the type of night that Michael Thompson and I were sitting in the pregame show wondering if he can have in a game like tonight where we're sitting back and saying, did you see AD's game? 40 points and 12 rebounds and three block shots. It's going to take that type of team performance plus Anthony Davis' performance to win in Portland tomorrow, but it's doable. The Blazers are not the they're not the elite of the elite. They're kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. One night you're going to find them playing fantastic. The other night they're going to lose to a bad team. That's how Blazers have been all season. But this is a game that they will wake up for, that they will be ready for. And I know that even in tonight's game after you lose to the Clippers, my focus already just kind of starts shifting uh, towards the attention of that game against the Blazers um, simply because of where the Lakers are uh, in the standings. How many games left, Laker fans? Six games left in the season. That's it. Um, playing tournament w- would start a week from or two weeks from last Tuesday. So we're under two weeks now from a playing tournament. So each one of these games become critical. It's kind of interesting. I looked at the Blazers' schedule. They got uh, they got some tough games. I mean, they close out the season at Utah, at Phoenix, and home against Denver. So. It's not going to be a cakewalk for the Blazers as well, but I still think yesterday's or tomorrow's game's got uh, so much impact. All right, we come back. Um, I'm going to take your phone calls. I know we got a lot of people that want to talk Lakers basketball, so we appreciate you guys calling in. 877-710-ESPN. I'll read your comments on all the social accounts. We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pete's Out Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Here is uh, Terrence Mann gets the ball ahead to Yogi Ferrell for three. In and out, no good. Tipped by Mann, no good. Blocked by the Lakers. Grabbed by Luke Kennard with 120 to go. It's a 20-point Clipper lead. Here's a whistle. Lakers lose 118-94 to the Los Angeles Clippers. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Uh, Laker fans, can we get healthy? Can can the Lakers go through a five-game stretch where everybody's playing? I, I, I think the answer is no. We'll see if that obviously changes for the postseason. But, man, this has been uh, – this is definitely, definitely – been tough to watch to listen to you can't get any flow there's no rhythm um you know we heard yesterday coach that uh THT was going to be questionable obviously the Dennis Schroeder news that came out of nowhere um LeBron finally came back and now he's got to sit for a few more games just can't get healthy uh Jose on Periscope it would be nice to try and stay in the sixth seed to get the extra week off we need rest uh you might be right but that might not be an option. Um, you know, this is uh, this is one of those seasons so far. I got somebody else here, Felicia Williams on YouTube. Please stop with the excuses. <laughs> what excuses? What do you want them to do? They don't have anybody. Do you expect them to beat the Clippers in a in a game where they're missing four key players, two superstars? You know, t- two key role players. I don't know what you want them to do tonight. I'm more. I more feel bad for them. I feel bad that the Lakers are obviously running into this many injuries. Um, all right, let's uh, take a couple phone calls here. Let's go to uh, Greg in Ventura. Greg, appreciate you calling in, bud. What's going on, Greg? With the last uh, lady that uh, you just commented on, um, there was no chance tonight. But, Alan, uh, you're, you're half uh, half of my life. You're, what, 37? I'm 75. Okay. I've been a basketball fan for years and years and years. And other than the 1960s Boston Celtics, I think this Clipper team, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Laker fan, but I, I, want, I want you to be honest here. Sure. I think this Clipper team has the most depth in players of anybody in the whole league right now. They, when they picked up Rondo and Cousins, I mean, they just went over the top. And, and there, there isn't anybody who could get injured that the Clippers can't replace beautifully. That they've got a tremendous team, and I don't think we should underestimate them. And all these jokes, and Michael Thompson and other people talking about what have the Clippers ever done and all that. This could be their year, and unfortunately, the Lakers have suffered from injuries, and uh, we might have to step back and uh, let the Clippers sign. But, but I, I, I think there's. Let, let me comment, Greg. Let me, let me comment. I appreciate you calling in. Um, I'll be real with you, completely real. I, I have, I have it very, very difficult to give the Clippers credit in the regular season. I'm not telling you that they're not one of the teams that can win an NBA championship, but just listen to what you said. If the Lakers are injured, they're not healthy. Clippers could be that team. That's an if. That's but you're what you're basically saying is. You think the Clippers got a good roster, but it's going to take the Lakers not being healthy for the Clippers to 
come out of the Western Conference, using that as an example. I, I get what you're saying. You know, there's a lot of people, like you said, we spend a lot of time saying, oh, what have the Clippers ever done? They've never got past second round. But they're all true. They're all facts. And until the Clippers prove something in the playoffs, I have trouble uh, envisioning that if the Lakers are, let's say the Lakers aren't 100% healthy, that the Clippers are going to beat the Utah Jazz in a seven-game set. You might be right. This might be the year that it happens. But it's tough for me to believe that until I actually see the Clippers do it because they've been in predicaments like this before and they haven't come through. All right, a couple more phone calls here. Let's go to Jose in Huntington Park. Jose, what's going on? Thank you for calling in. Hey, good evening, Alan. Uh, I just want to make two points real quick. Okay. That, uh, I almost feel that um, this isn't our year just because of uh, the continuity or lack thereof and, and basically of health. And that has been an ongoing narrative this whole year, which is quite frustrating as to many Laker fans uh that we have to watch and hear. Um, and then second of all, um, this game was a statement game. Um, and for Anthony Davis not to step up to suffer an injury, again, continue, continuation of a narrative, it's very frustrating to, to uh, be behind a, a potential superstar like Anthony Davis that if, and again, we've been spoiled by by Kobe mentality and Mama mentality of putting uh, games on, on on players' backs, and and I almost feel as if AD may not have that type of caliber. Um, thank you. I have appreciate you calling in. Thanks, thank you for calling in. Um, let let me say this because I I think this is going. I'm going to get a lot of this as well. I think I'm going to get the well. Anthony Davis is always injured. Um, let me just kind of remind people real quick. We're coming off a championship. Uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, of course, LBJ, everything, best player in the world. We're coming off a championship with both of those players. This season has been, you know, and this happens in sports. We know this. Whether you're cheering for the Lakers, you're watching, doesn't matter which sport you watch. What do they always say? You don't have to be the best team. you got to be the healthiest and the hottest at the right time. Lakers are neither of those at the moment. Can that change in the next week and a half, two weeks? We're all hoping it can. Maybe the Lakers, this is all part of the strategy of saying, well, these regular season games, we're just going to put them to the side. We'll be ready for the playoffs. Whether that works or it doesn't work, whether that's realistic or it's not realistic, I don't have an answer to it. Um, but the Anthony Davis, I, I, I mentioned this earlier, doing the pregame show with Michael. Michael. Need one of those games. When are we going to have one of those games where we're talking about Anthony Davis the next day and say, did you see Anthony Davis? You see AD drop 42 points, 16 rebounds, had four block shots, single. It was all Anthony Davis last night. We haven't had one of those in a long time. Part of it is because he missed 30 games. And the other part is he hasn't been playing as good as you know we're obviously hoping for since he got back. Um, I don't like... I'm not a fan of trying to describe somebody's pain threshold because I don't know. I have no idea. The dude had back spasms. I'm going to play a clip right now of uh, Anthony Davis. AD was talking about um, his ankle, talking about his back locking up. Take a listen to this. This is Anthony Davis uh, following the game on why he did not come back in after uh, nine minutes of play. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I said it before the game, too. I said that the score table looked like it was really close to the court. Um and then, you know, I 
end up stepping on the sports table and kind of tweak the ankle a little bit. But the ankle is fine. I have no problem with the ankle. Um, kind of caught it before it turned all the way. I know it kind of looked bad, but it's it's, it's fine. Um, and there was no certain play. Um, you know, during the timeouts, the first timeout, the second timeout, I kind of just, you know, felt it, you know, locking up more and more and more. Um, and then eventually, you know, when I came out, I think around the three-minute mark in the first quarter, um, got to the point where it was, it was pretty tough. So, um, like I said, it feels better now. I've got some work done and be able to, should be able to go um, tomorrow. That's AD describing his injury. AD on tomorrow's game against the Blazers. I got to go back to the tape for tonight. Um, seeing that I missed most of the game and didn't really uh, see some of it. Um, but I think our defense, you know, we defend and rebound and uh, we're going to get shots. And even if we're not making shots, we're still able to, you know, defend and hold teams um, you know, below their average. So we got to continue to defend, you know, being that, um, you know, that defensive team that is very tenacious and scrappy. Um, and play desperate like we did against Denver. And if we do that, you know, starting tomorrow night um, and for the rest of the next amount of games that we have, uh, we'll find ourselves in a good position heading to the playoffs. Can AD be that guy tomorrow? You know, can can we spend all weekend or all Saturday talking about Anthony Davis dominating the Portland Trailblazers and getting arguably the biggest win of the regular season? I don't have that answer, but it's going to take that type of a performance from Anthony Davis tomorrow if Lakers are going to beat the Blazers. More of your phone calls coming up next. Uh, 877-710-ESPN. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint, Lakers lose 118 to 94, and they also lose point to the paint 48 to 38. I want to get through as many calls as I can in this segment. Um, let's start off with John in Huntington Beach. John, what's going on? Appreciate you calling in. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Thank you for calling. All right. Uh, let's go to another one. Well, yeah, that's great point, John. Great point. Uh, let's go to Bashar in Brooklyn. Bashar, I appreciate you calling in. Go ahead, Bashar. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Thank uh, you for calling. I just uh, I feel like I just wanted to talk about the Lakers' loss and the mistakes that happened tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I wanted to talk about the coach Frank Vogel. I feel like his rotations aren't like very good. I believe, like in this desperate time with a couple games left in the season and, and playoff hopes coming in, <clears throat> I believe Montrez Harold deserves more minutes because I feel like the past couple of games he's been doing good for us with Schroeder out and Drummond not performing at a high level. And Kuzma's been doing good as well for us. I believe 31 minutes tonight was a good amount of time. And Anthony Davis, I feel like more we need more, like 
maybe in the off season we should get like new athletic trainers because he's been dealing with a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. I know uh, from the NBA bubble, there wasn't enough time. Like uh, the players didn't get a lot, like a long off season. But Bashar, Bashar, let let me, let me respond to some of the stuff that you said here. I want to get a chance to respond. I appreciate you calling in. Um, As far as, you know, specific players tonight, some of the rotations, I, I don't really know what, I don't disagree with, I, I don't feel like there is, you know, okay, hey, these are the five that are always going to end the game. Um, I, I feel these are the rotations and we know exactly what it's going to look like. But a lot of that has to do with who's available, who's not available. And every single game, it seems like it's going to change. To be honest, I don't want to hear any complaints about tonight's game. What, what do you want coach to do tonight? What do you want the Lakers to do tonight? This was a blowout from the start. And if Anthony Davis played, maybe the Lakers kept it close and maybe the Clippers were overconfident and the Lakers hung in in the fourth quarter and and maybe they were able to steal one. But I don't think you walked into tonight's game thinking that, you know, the Lakers had a legitimate shot missing what they're missing and Clippers obviously being basically at full strength. And then AD only played 9 minutes. So it's it's tough to tough to go at the coach or tough to go at the rotations in a game like tonight. If you want to ask, if you're talking more big picture, maybe you can make a case for that, but it's been so tough to have a consistent lineup for the Lakers over the last 60 days, really all season, you could say. Uh, Rocky in Los Angeles. Rocky, appreciate you calling in. You're on uh, Pizza Hut Lakers Pulse Game Show. just want to say you're doing a great job, and I uh, just want to put a little twist on this. This Laker team is awesome. I mean, everybody's panicking. Don't worry. I know we had some, uh, you know, some hiccups going on right now, but tell you the truth, we have the greatest player in the NBA. Like you said, in LeBron, he's going to be fine. This is a mind game. The other teams know that he's out, so they're trying their hardest just to make us look bad, but I'll tell you what, AD is going to step it up as soon as LeBron starts getting real, and we're going to be fine, so don't worry. Don't panic. We're good. Appreciate uh, appreciate you calling in, Rocky. You know what's funny Thank is I, I think there is um, I think there is you know in regards to that specific. Let me just kind of go to that point. Everything's going to be fine. I think most Laker fans are optimistic. They they think that if the Lakers are healthy by the time the playoffs start, they feel good about that. There's I don't think Laker fans don't agree with that. The problem, Rocky, is. We're less than two weeks away from the playing tournament starting, so what we thought was working to our advantage when we used to say uh, timing is everything. You know what? The, t- the timing is fine. You got ninety days until the playoffs start. Sixty days, thirty days, two weeks. You know, we just keep doing that, and the Lakers are obviously still trying to play catch up here. Um, there was a report earlier today, Sham Sharania of the Athletic, talking about how LeBron could come back within the next couple of games. Right, it could be the Knicks game, um, somewhere around that time frame, and you know when I heard that, part of me was like thinking to myself, okay, is he coming back because he's ready, or he's ready to just test it out again? Because when he came back initially, you know, obviously they thought he was ready, and LeBron had great points of I, how am I supposed to know um, whether I'm ready or not when we're not getting these full practices, these full five on five? So he used game time to see if he was ready. Anthony Davis, we just heard from him a few minutes ago, AD thinks he's going to be okay to go for tomorrow's game. Um, Getting to the playoffs healthy is the most important thing, but it's also the biggest question mark with the Lakers. Will they be healthy? 
And I'll have that answer. And I think the way the you know the rest of this se- the regular season is playing out, I think it's showing kind of scrambling a little bit right now, trying to figure it out, trying to incorporate Andre Drummond, trying to incorporate Ben McLemore. Uh, now LeBron's out again. AD only played nine minutes. So you're trying to figure a lot of things out on the fly while other teams, they're getting those reps in that the Lakers are probably not going to get in until they're in the postseason and then just have to figure it out from there. I put out a, I put out a tweet during the game that uh, I was curious to get Laker fans' thoughts on this. Do you want to play the Clippers in the first round? And 61% of Laker fans said no. Michael and I were talking about this in the pregame show. You want to, uh, you're hoping for a little bit of a ramp up, right? It'd be nice. I had somebody hit me uh, earlier uh, during the show on, I think it was on YouTube, saying that he felt, actually it was on Twitter, he felt like he would rather see the Lakers fall to number seven and play Phoenix in the first round than, you know, be a six or a three and have to face the Clipper, or I'm sorry, the six or the five and have to play the Clippers potentially in that first round. I've said this before, and you know, this isn't, oh, you're trying to dodge a team. No. My preference would be to not play the Clippers in the first round. No question about it. That'd be my preference. Why play them if you don't have to until later on? That's not a first round matchup. Lakers Clippers should be later on. Uh, but if I had to pick, you know, Denver, take that all day. Phoenix, I'm not as sold on. So I think Phoenix is another team. If the Lakers did fall to that playing tournament, won that first game, they got Phoenix in the first round, I'll take my chances against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, nice regular season, but you got a lot of guys that also are unproven there. Um, let's go to Richard in Anaheim. Richard, thank you for calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Alan, thanks for the show that you're doing. You're doing a great job. Laker Nation, you, just remember, you know, first of all, Adam Silver brought the NBA back too early. You know, uh, yeah, they needed to make more money. They lost money in the pandemic. I mean, all these guys have been getting hurt. LeBron got taxed without AD playing for those 30 games. You know, Shaq and Kobe went for the four-peat in 2003, and they were injured that year. They couldn't win that year. It's all going to depend on injuries. Let's not be prisoners of the moment. We didn't have the best player in the NBA in LeBron James. We didn't have our second ball handler in Dennis Schroeder. And we didn't even have our third ball handler in THT, who had 16 points against the Clippers in the last game we played him. And we didn't have a top five, six player in AD. Let's not overreact. Let's get healthy. You know, we'd much rather play Utah or Phoenix. We know they're, you know, they're not scary teams to play. Uh, you know, and the Clippers are a jump shooting team. Let's not get scared of them either. They're a jump shooting team. We know that. We dominate inside. Thank you. Appreciate you calling in. All right, we come back. Uh, King, Motion, Rocky, Richard, Sabat. We got a ton of people waiting on hold. I'll take as many calls as I can. Stay right here. Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. 118-94, the Clippers over the Lakers. Big game coming up tomorrow, Laker fans. So Lakers got the Portland Trail Blazers, of course, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum. Pre-game show with myself and MT will start at 5.30. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. It's worth two games. You don't say that very often in a, in a regular season game, but it really is. You Not only whoever wins gains a game in the standings you also get the tiebreaker and with such limited amount of games left uh, obviously each one of these games count uh king outside of staples center king what's going on king were you uh were you at the game bud you there king yeah i'm here i'm here alan so uh yeah i was at the game tonight and what'd you think honestly, what do you take away my takeaway besides the health we know health is the most important 
thing right now that's hindering us. But I feel like, honestly, it's the incontinuity, the inconsistency, the inconsistency. And what do you think? What do you take away? I think we lost King. We'll, we'll drop that one there. Just drop that. There we go. Uh, there was a. Yeah, playing the same thing there. I was hearing myself ask a question from 10 seconds ago. Um, the inconsistency, if you're referring to, you know, obviously some of the role players and everything else, I, I can't disagree with that, but I think that there's there's a bigger picture to this whole thing. You know, Kuzma's the one that, um, Kuzma's the one that had the best game. Kuz, one of the things I respect about Kuz, and I think as he gets older, I know he's not always going to have a night like 25, but Kuz, he has, over the last year or so, has decided, I'm going to play and do whatever this team needs me to do. Tonight they needed him to be more aggressive. Uh, puts up 25 points for the Lakers, 9 of 19. This is interesting. This is Kuz, postgame, talking about tomorrow's game. So if you think I'm I'm being dramatic about how big tomorrow's game is, take a listen to Kuz. I don't know. I think we just got to win the game, for real, for real. Uh, no, I just think, uh, you know, if, if we – Come together if we if we defend at a high level and um, don't turn the ball over, rebound well, and share the ball. And you know, uh, AD plays. I think we'll be all right. So. AD is supposed to be playing uh, tomorrow, according to Anthony Davis, who we listened to a little bit earlier. Had back spasms, only played nine minutes. Biggest game of the regular season. Uh, a couple more calls here. Let's go to Richard in Anaheim. Richard, thank you for calling in, bud. Go ahead. All right, let's go to Rocky in Canada. What's going on, Rocky? Hey, Sliwa. Big fan of the show. Uh, thanks for having me. You, uh, of course, man. Thank you for calling in. I uh, just want to say a couple calls back. A bunch of people like worried about the Lakers here. I just think, like, if you look at history of LeBron since 2011, if he's in the playoffs, his team goes to the finals. Hmm. So, health, health aside, I'm not really worried about the Lakers in the playoffs. I just have a question. What do you think in terms of uh, the rotation of the bigs going into the playoffs. How do you think that Vogel's going to incorporate Trez, Mark, and Drummond? Like, how they? How do you think they're going to put the matchups going in against like Denver or the Clippers? It's uh, it, it's interesting, Rocky. I appreciate you call, calling in all the way from Canada. Um, rotations are weird right now. I, I was saying after the Lakers beat Denver and Gasol got benched. If you remember, Denver went on a fourteen to two run, and that was with Andre Drummond. And I think there was a lot of Laker fans saying, "Coach." throw Gasol back in. I said this after the game. I said one of the strengths that the Lakers have is they got guys competing for minutes. If KCP's not having a good night, throw Ben McLemore in. If Ben McLemore's struggling, throw Wesley Matthews in. And you could say that about all the bigs for the Lakers. I know certain games, there's going to be certain matchups that favor the Lakers in certain ways or whatever the case is. But I think ultimately at the end of the day, play who's ever playing best. Whoever's got that hot hand, whoever's playing, whoever's clicking on the defensive side, there's going to be a game where it's Caruso. There might be another game. The next game, it's it's KCP. Whoever's playing best, in my opinion, should be closing these games, especially as you get towards the postseason. Now, if the Lakers, if you only had seven or eight players that you could depend on, it's a different story. You have to kind of ride that one player, whether they're playing good or they're playing bad. Lakers are not in that position. Um, as far as the bigs and the rotation there, you know, listen – Drummond has not – I said this when the Lakers got Drummond. I felt like Andre Drummond, the reason why this was going to be such a great fit for him was because the attention was going to go to Anthony Davis and LeBron James. If AD and LeBron are not there, 
Um, I'm not a fan of, you know, I'm not a fan of throw the ball to Andre Drummond. He's going to go get you 20 points. That's not going to happen. His skill set is not, um, he's got an okay skill set down low, but he's not, you know, one of those players that can face up the basket, 15 footer, get to the basket, can bring the ball. He's not that type of big in the NBA. So I think Drummond has struggled because since he's been here with the Lakers, he has not got the LeBron and Anthony Davis picture that we all envisioned. I think that has a lot to do with it. But really, at the end of the day, as we progress through the rest of the regular season, um, the excuses part, I'll try to limit. But I have a lot of excuses right now, and my excuses still fall on the same thing that you know we've pretty much dealt with all season. They got to be healthy. Now the question is, will they be healthy? You know who's not going to be worried about that tomorrow is the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers are going to come into that game tomorrow, and they're going to think this is the biggest game of the season for them. Just like I'm promoting, I think it's the biggest season for the Lakers so far in the regular season. And if the Lakers are going to win tomorrow, the role players got to be better than they were tonight. Anthony Davis has got to be a monster tomorrow. Um, It's going to be one of those games where you have zero margin of error. I wish Dennis Schroeder and THT were in this game, but they're not. LeBron, of course, I wish was was in tomorrow's game, but he's not. So with that being said, if the Lakers have a shot against Portland tomorrow, it's going to kind of have to be near-perfect basketball. Um, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic, Ennis Cantor, Norman Powell, they've got a, a decent team in Portland. Not a championship team, but a decent team that could take advantage of a Lakers team that's obviously hobbled right now. And that's just uh, that's just the position that the Lakers are in right now. So Lakers Blazers tomorrow pregame show will start at five thirty. Tip off will be seven o'clock. We appreciate as always everybody who's tuned in to the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. By the way, if you miss any part of the show and you want to catch the entire postgame show, uh, just search Lakers Talk with Alan Sliwa. We put all these uh, postgame shows on that podcast channel. Um, thank you to Laura Roma Lopez. Thank you to Jesse Lopez. Thank you to Carlos Saisu. And thank you to Re- Rebecca Womble. Appreciate everybody uh, tuning in on our social as well. LA will be back tomorrow doing this again. Have a great rest of your night. Lakers Blazers tomorrow.